Welcome to Jaguars Thursday. Former Jaguars Jeff Flogerman and Tony Baselli bring you expert insight and analysis of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Now to get things started, here's the host of Jaguars Thursday, J.P. Shadrick. Welcome in, Jaguars Thursday. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Flogerman, Tony Baselli due to join us on the phone tonight. John Ozier will join us via telephone from Orlando. Oh, He's no. At the Pro Bowl the last oh, no. few days. We'll join him there tomorrow, by the way. We'll have some Jaguars.com video work there. Max and Dave. What are you covering? Practice. They don't, are, they don't practice well, at the Pro Bowl. Air quote, practice. <laughs> We're talking about practice, Logs. That's like the, uh, the the comedy version of an NFL practice. Yeah. Yeah, the Pro Bowl practice. So we'll go catch up with the guys, see how they feel about the week so far and being in the, the limelight. And uh, all, It's something that hasn't happened in this organization in a long, long time. This yeah, I guys, look, so the, it's the, good. the Pro Bowl's cool, and it's, it's great for the players to get an individual honor, but you know the players would rather be playing. I know, agree with that. Uh, yes. Right now. But it's... But it is good, and uh, and I'm sure it's a little, it's a bit of a letdown for the players, you know, to have a Pro Bowl that for years that has been in Hawaii to get moved to Orlando, you know. And I'm not, you know, saying anything bad about Orlando because I mean Orlando's got a lot of great things to see, and but it's not Hawaii, right? True. I mean, uh, that's a true statement. Where would you rather go? Hey, I'm going to Orlando, or hey, I'm going to. I'm going to Hawaii. Well, I, I will say that the league is does. And then I'm going to spend of, another week over there in Hawaii. <laughs> well, the league does a pretty good job of t- making sure the guys are taken care of in Orlando with the VIP passes to Disney. If they have kids, it's certainly a great week for. Uh, yeah, but it's group. not Hawaii, JP. I'm with you on that. Yeah, you know, you I think it, you know it'll be better, for, like from a fan standpoint, because more fans have the ability to go to the Pro Bowl and interact with the players. From that, that standpoint, I, I like it. Yeah, but from you know from a player standpoint. Uh, I, I don't know how many players they had to invite to end up getting the rosters filled over there, but I know it's, it's probably pretty high, yeah. you know, because look, the players, you know, kind of looked at the Pro Bowl a, as a reward, and you know, the league paid for it. But then on top of that, when guys were there, a lot of them would continue to stay, you know, with family uh, over there and and make a vacation out of it, you know, because I mean, heck, if you're going to go to Hawaii, I mean, go there and stay a couple weeks, you know. Mm-hmm. So and it's and Hawaii's a great place. It's uh, uh, one of my one of my places that uh, I used to go to every year as a player rep for the union, and uh, it's got a lot of beautiful places and some great fishing too. By the way, wink, I'm wink. Sure, yes, I'm sure it does. Yeah, um, wasn't there the rumor a while back? They were talking about playing it in Brazil at some point. They were floating that around. Yeah, right? I, I just yeah, yeah no way was going to happen. Yeah, the, the logistics of holding it in a place like that is just <laughs> kind of scary. <laughs> right, it really is. So, uh, anyway, that's going on this week. Uh, John Osher's been down there. Check out his writing on Jaguars.com. Uh, also, Senior Bowls this week, too. The practices in Mobile this week. So, there's Jaguars uh, scouts which is, Which is crazy because, you know what? I All mean, at the same time. I mean, for the last, what, uh, how many how many years have you been in Senior Bowl? Four. Last four years in a row. Well, yeah, maybe five. All right, four or five years because in a row. we coached three of them. Okay, and, and why is that? Because we weren't any good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why. You know, and so here we are. Uh, season just ended, and, and you're not even really aware that Senior Bowl is kind of going on. Right. You know, so uh, that's a good position to be in. Uh, and the Senior Bowl, you know, the Senior Bowl is all about practice. 
Oh yeah, you know, and, and looking and meeting and talking and seeing these guys work, and it's a great opportunity for the coaches that are there. I know the Broncos coaches are are certainly uh, one of the coaches. One team who who's coaching the other side? The Senior Bowl? Yeah, I have no. It's idea. the Broncos. Oh, and the the Texans, right? Is it Texans? Bill O'Brien's over there. Okay, I believe so. Well, it's a great opportunity for them. I know the Jaguars, you know, viewed it as a great opportunity. For them, when they had the opportunity to meet guys, I mean, they, they got to uh, obviously draft some of the guys that they coached over there. Um, and uh, I'm sure the NFL Network has given it plenty of coverage. Uh, but uh, And I will watch some of the individual periods and also the film of the Senior Bowl uh, when, when the odd opportunity arises. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is not going to tune in the game. Te- Texans and Broncos. That's, yes. that's good. It's a great opportunity for them. And – since the Jaguars beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs, that means the Steelers are coaching the Pro Bowl. So that's one added bonus to yeah. winning that game. Yeah, not well, that you don't want to win a playoff game. Obviously, well, from but. from I think from a, I mean, look, you you don't want to be coaching the Pro Bowl for that very reason. That's exactly right. But you know, the the Pro Bowl is actually a pretty good deal for some of the uh, the staff members. You know, because when you coach the Pro Bowl, uh, a lot of staff members get paid for that. So that's not a bad thing. Yeah, a little money's not, you know, in pocket of, of staff members, a good thing. Money talks. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, Tony Baselli coming up soon on the uh, phone line. Should be yeah, with us maybe. shortly. Maybe. We'll yeah. see what he's up to. Yeah. He's getting ready for the Hall of Fame stuff next week. That's coming up. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like never around. You know? Well, he's Tony Baselli. I don't know if you've heard about that. I mean, where, well, he'll where, tell else, you where, else should, where else would he be? I mean, I mean, what will... If the Jaguars were playing this week, where where would he be? Just wait until he gets inducted. He'll never be here. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> no, he won't be. <laughs> Ever. He won't His be. Price will go up too. So you're are you gonna go to the uh to the senior bowl at all? No. Are you going but you're going to the Pro Bowl we're tomorrow? We're going tomorrow for practice. Okay. We'll have some coverage on Jaguars.com. And uh we'll see what? Telvin, Yannick. Yeah. Telvin, Yannick, uh the Jalen, Jalen AJ. And, yeah. That's it, right? Five guys. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Calais was going to go. He yeah, didn't go because of the leg, so that's how Yannick got it. Right. And then Telvin, uh, since Clowney did not go, Telvin Smith got moved up. Yeah, good for he them. got to go. So they're in the spotlight. They're all over social media this week, uh, doing commercials, doing all kind of stuff. Don't they? All of a sudden, they've made friends with Jarrell Casey again, it looks like. Funny how that works, how quickly they do commercials yeah. together again. Yeah, right? but to give them time, okay? <laughs> let, let it get back to the to the August and fall, yeah. okay? And then Jarrell Casey is back to being an enemy again. Mm-hmm. And besides, those are defensive guys. You know, you got to remember if it was an offensive guy of the Jaguars cannot be friends with Jarrell Casey. I will say it's Malik Jackson, the one that's doing a commercial with the guy. So the guy who's called him out, remember? Well, yeah, but I mean, he come on. Malik got the last laugh. Yeah, I guess he did. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess he did. I thought, I think he did. So, anyway, uh, this is the beginning of the off season. So it is a strange time. Oh, People in all time. different directions for the organization right now and then. I mean, we're what a well, month you're away. Behind, you're behind. We're a month away from the well, combine. The organization is behind. Yes. I mean, to, to use uh, you know the terms of Nick Saban, you know, when he he goes and he what wins a national title, right? And was he telling his staff the next day, "We got to get to work. We're behind. Everybody else is way ahead of us." Well, in the NFL, it's kind of it's kind of the same way. You know, you're, you're a little bit behind. A month late. Uh, you know, but at, at the same token, you've got you've got time. And I think the most important thing, you know, before, you know, the organization, you know, there's certain parts of the organization that this is, this becomes their busy time. Uh, the scouting departments, the college personnel departments, this is when, look, they need to be, you know, 
at the Senior Bowls, at the East West Shrine Games, all those type of bowl games, uh, to be gathering information as much as they can. Uh, uh, going to campuses, you know, they've got different uh, opportunities to talk to players, uh, I think, between now and the Combine. Mm-hmm. I mean, those. this is when those guys are, are, are working. Uh, the coaching staff, particularly this team, you would hope that they get some time off because uh, the grind that they do is immense. And we talked about this with Doug a little bit, but you know, I didn't go into too much detail. But, but I mean, think about it. When, when, when the staff was hired, and, and if I remember correctly, Doug Marone and Tom Coughlin were hired, I believe it was January 9th. It was like the first week, week and a half of the year. I think it was year, January 9th right? yeah. of 2017. Mm-hmm. And then from that moment on, uh, Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone, uh, worked tirelessly at, you know, assembling what they needed to assemble. Tom Coughlin, obviously, you know, learning what's going on in the building because he's kind of new. And then Doug Marone trying to assemble a staff. Tom Coughlin, is, I'm sure, was participating in some of that. But then once they kind of got everything kind of in place, coaching staff-wise, that coaching staff took the viewpoint that they were behind, just like I was here saying, joking around. Mm-hmm. That the other staffs in in the division, the other staffs in the National Football League, they had you know some time spent together working, and had already bro- broken down some of the opponents, et cetera. Well, this staff went to work on on making up for what they viewed as lost time, and they were working six days a week. Yeah, Saturdays. Yeah, I mean in the off season, which I think was was ridiculous, but but they did it nonetheless. Okay, so. Uh, the, the regular season is hard enough. So here they are working six days a week. They finally get to the summer. They get some time off. They come back to training camp. And then once they get to training camp, there are no days off. There are no sick days. Okay? You're working, working, and working, and working, and working. And, and unfortunately, in, in that business, the family kind of takes a back seat. So, I mean, this is the time when, when the coaches, they need, they, they need to just take a break. You know? Reconnect with families. You know, get Get to know their kids again, you know. Get to know their wives again, uh, you know. And even the staff members. I mean, the trainers, the equipment guys, uh, everybody. I mean, it, it's it's a grind. It's a it's a grind for a lot of people. And so, the most important thing is to take a break because if you can't take a break and refresh your mind, you can't come back refreshed and ready to go. Are well, you ca- taking a break? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, are you? You don't right. I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm gonna take a break, and I, I don't work like those guys do either. I'm still, I still need a break. Well, we're gonna take a break right now. We'll return. No, well, I'm, I'm talking big. Oh, break. I, I'm with you. Go somewhere like warm, tropical, maybe even somewhere where there's like coming to your house to eat steak, where there's animals to get after. Oh, I mean, those are good. One breaks. of those. Yeah, those are good breaks. We'll return. Tony Baselli around the corner. John Osher from Orlando coming up. Check out Jack Hanania's Audi Jacksonville Unblanding. You can lease a beautiful new A3 from just $2.29 a month. Head over today for details. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back to the HananiahAutos.com studio. 
Jaguars Thursday continues right now. Jaguars Thursday. J.P. Shatter, Jeff Lagerman, John Ozier coming up at the bottom of the hour. Jaguars.com senior writer in Orlando for the Pro Bowl. We'll be down there tomorrow for Jaguars.com as well. Visit with the guys. That'll work. Yeah. Uh, five. You guys are going to party. I'm not. You're not fooling me. Now. Probably not. Yeah, you guys. No, 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 no. Yeah. I know Max likes to party, but I don't know if I can Max keep up is with in Max. There, Max is in there partying right now with a bag of chips. <laughs> I mean, he, he's over there chewing like he's never eaten in like for five days. Mm. Mouth all open, chewing big. Hollywood, man. <laughs> Hollywood. That's what happens. Come on, Hollywood. Show a little, little class over there. Speaking man. of Pro Bowl, five defensive players for the Jags. And this week, Todd Wash was named the defensive coordinator of the year by the Sporting News. NFL coaches voted on that honor for... Todd Wash kept the group together. Well, it's, it's well deserved, and and I think it's also you know if you talk to, to Todd, he would also kind of accept that award on behalf of of the defensive staff. You know, you know, I, and I, we talked Doug a little bit about this, and and when I brought up about you know crediting the team overall for making the defense really gel quickly because you know Marion Hobby, the defensive line coach, you know, and he was new. Uh, you got a new linebackers coach, uh, Perry Fuel, new defensive backs coach. Um, uh, Rudy was still still there. Jason, assistant defensive line coach. Uh, I mean, a lot of new components. You know, when, you, when you're talking about you know keeping the defensive coordinator, but essentially bringing in all new assistants. Uh, that's that's a lot of change, and and to also the the change of of personnel. You know, when you bring in free agents and you have added free agents and then you've got some strong personalities to make all that work and and to make it work when you didn't have it working in the OTAs in the offseason. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of forget about that. Yeah. You know, there was not one practice, I don't believe, there was one practice in the offseason, OTAs, or training camp that the starting four defensive backs – we're together. It's incredible, right? Yeah, I mean, it really is uh, crazy. Uh, and then from a linebacker standpoint, you had Miles Jack at the Mike Paul at the Sam, and then you flipped them back. Okay, before the season started, and then you've got defensive linemen uh, that you know. Look, uh, the, those guys roll in anyway, so you know, not that big of a deal there. But to but to be able to make all of uh, Mark Collins, linebackers coach, yes. is the only one I, I, right. uh, I missed earlier. But, I mean, those guys, to be able to do all that, I mean, it's a great award for Todd Walsh, but I guarantee you that he would be the first to tell you that he accepts it on behalf of the entire defense and then also the defensive staff because it, it, it's truly a remarkable job. You know, Baselli was, was saying all preseason, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. And what was I saying? How do you, how do you think they're going to be fine? <laughs> We haven't practiced together. It's a new coaching staff. No, nobody's there. Right. You know, but somehow they, they did, you know, and they did a great job. Speaking of Tony Baselli, he's on the line with us from Parts Unknown. Tony, what's up? Tony, are you with us? I'm here. How are you guys doing? Great. What's going, where are you? On, on the moon? He's not That's saying. Sounds, I'm, right? on the, I'm on the moon. Yes, I'm a lunar landing. Lunar landing. Uh, actually, no, I just landed in... Uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> well, I told you he was going to Vegas. Vegas, baby. I told you. Let's see occasion. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of work, 
but uh, work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. no, but I was going to say, let me finish. My wife is with me, so combination, a little bit of work, a lot of uh, relaxing. Uh, so, you know, I've been I have been gone every weekend since August, and so I figured I'd take uh, my wife somewhere for this first weekend we had off. That's good, real nice. Good for you and Angie. That's real nice. Um, are you nervous for next week yet, Tony? Hall of Fame vote. Uh, no, I'm not. Not yet. I will be, though, very soon. <laughs> um, I think, uh, you know, once I get to Minneapolis, it kind of builds up throughout the week and doing Radio Row in the way that it works out. <laughs> and then Saturday just, is a uh, long, tough day. Uh, and hopefully it's good news at the end. But uh, that, that's a tough day. But it kind of it builds itself up to that until Saturday. i got to interrupt you here, Tony, because <laughs> – you just said something before you talked about the Hall of Fame that you've been working every weekend for a whole season and you needed to get away with your wife and all that. What the hell have we been doing the whole season over here? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been working. What is that? I'm sorry. You know, you should have asked for it off first. Well, I was, well, I was working from Thursday through Sunday. <laughs> so <laughs> what have I been doing? So? Well, well I'm on, I, listen, I'm not saying you guys hadn't been working. I'm just saying I have been as well, and I decided to ask for it off. It's about you. That's right. It's all about Tony. That's, that's okay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> JP, have you not figured that out yet? No, I've, I've known that for a while, yes. No, um, I mean, that shouldn't be news. They're shocking to you. Right. Uh, you're going up early, though. You're going up to uh, Minneapolis for Westwood One coverage, Sunday. right? Sunday. Yeah. yeah, Sunday. I get there Sunday. Sunday what, are you, what are you doing I'm up pretty, there? So I'm hosting the Westwood One show Monday night at the media center. And then we have to interview six guys from each team. Uh, and then you do stuff during the week, radio row. And then it's a, you know, it's a bunch of busy work and sponsors and stuff like that. And then Saturday, Thursday, not Thursday, the hall of fame stuff starts. And, uh, Saturday I find out. And then Sunday I, I call the game. I do the sidelines for the game and come on Monday. Hey, what's the best Super Bowl party to go to? You know, I, that's a great question. Um, I'm not sure. I, I didn't go to one party last year. That's a lie. Uh, I didn't. I give you my word. I went out, uh, I think, went to the, the Legends Lounge that Mark Brunel, you know, those NFL legends. Mark was a host of one night, so I went and hung out there one night. But that was just a bunch of people hanging out. But I didn't go out one night last year. Hmm. I, mean, I went to dinner and stuff like that, but I didn't go to any parties. Hmm. Well, dinner's considered a party at our age now. Well, it is. <laughs> By the time I got done with dinner, I was ready for bed. So uh, that is the part. Uh, there's some concerts I might go the, the, that I've uh, tickets to, but I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. All right, well, I you, didn't do any party last year. Whatever you do, you got to go. You got to make a road trip to Manny's Steakhouse. I mean, that's like the best steakhouse in in Minneapolis. So you... and is, that, is that downtown, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely go there. There's yeah. no doubt. I could, uh, and I got my. Uh, I got actually. I'm bringing my boys out, my two oldest boys, um, to Minneapolis. So I, I got to make sure they stay out of trouble. One, yeah. Um, but two, I'm looking forward to seeing them. They're really they're excited. They're hoping the Hall of Fame thing works out this year. And more than anything, they're excited to go to the Super Bowl. One of the, one of the great road trip stories ever mm-hmm. happened at Manny Steakhouse. Um, Is that when you had a ride to the? Uh, no, 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 no. That, no, that was oh. that was Providence. That was a few years ago. Yeah. There, there's another one. I don't, I don't know if you've been told this, but this is pretty clean. I can share it on the air. Oh, really? And uh, we had a group, and I think Joe, you were there. Uh, my cousin Michelle joined us at Manny Steakhouse 
and so did Father Tom. Okay. Okay, and Father Tom had on one of the ugliest sweaters, Christmas sweaters. <laughs> no, you had one on, so did Father Tom. Okay, you both had on ugly Christmas well, sweaters. Team priests, right? Father Tom, <laughs> yes. not everybody knows who yeah, Father he, Tom is. Yeah, you know, he's traveling, okay. you know, right. do the whole... Okay, and I'm, am I refreshing your memory now, Joe? Okay, so Tony, here we are. We're sitting in this booth. We've got a you know, big booth, and we're, we're having a great time, you know, and... And we're having steak, and we're having a couple drinks, and you know, maybe a few more drinks, and and the table behind us was like loud, really loud the whole time, and like out of control, and uh, to the point where, when they would try to talk amongst themselves, they thought they were like talking to each other, but you could hear it thirty feet away. Did and, they have the custom many cocktails? That were yeah, they they had way, 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 way too many cocktails. So, um. They start talking real loud about Father Tom's ugly sweater. <laughs> and I mean, it, it was rude. I mean, it was rude. I mean, Father Tom, okay? He's got the collar on underneath of the sweater, right? He can't talk about the father like that. Tony, what'd he do? <laughs> he didn't do anything. Oh. My cousin. I, 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 you had to go over there. You had to set him straight, I hope. My cousin Michelle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> went over to the table. Okay, and had him like at the end of her finger, and she was about inches from the guy's face that was being so rude and and belligerently drunk and with his comments. And I was going pull, and we were having to pull her off of this guy. And she was defending Father Tom. It was awesome. We had a great time. So you're not allowed back in there, Logs. I, like, I may not you know, be allowed no. back in there. I, I can tell I'm you, my, to, my I, cousin I'm Michelle not. might might certainly be banned. I'm going to Manny's just for that. <laughs> Hey, Tony, right classic, no other reason. classic story. Five pro bowlers in Orlando this week for this Jaguars football team. That's a, a big step for this franchise. Uh, obviously, they haven't had more than one uh, for a long time around here. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, with success comes those type of things. Um, it's great to have guys go down there and, and guys to make the uh, pro bowl and be able to experience it. For those guys, I wish it was in Hawaii because I think it was more fun when it was in Hawaii. That's maybe a, a little bit more special. That's what I was saying, yeah, maybe a little more special. I don't know, but it's it's a it's a nice honor regardless. And when you are when you win football games and you start getting noter, uh, uh, noticed by the national media, that's when those type of awards. Come. Yeah, good week for those guys. To my get my in the question limelight. would be: are, sure. are you know because you, the, the guys that are initially voted in. Uh, obviously, not all of them go to the Pro Bowl. You know, for example, uh, Clay's Campbell, okay, voted Pro Bowl starter. Okay, he's supposed to be in, at the Pro Bowl. Doesn't go, injury. Now, you know, Yannick Ngakwe, he's going in his place. And you know, in other situations in past years, you've you've been down seventh or eighth option at quarterback. Yeah, it's which is a little much. Okay, my question is. Are you are you still considered a Pro Bowler if you were the seventh or eighth option? Yes, because by, by the letter of the law, yes. Yeah, and I don't know about that. Well, I'm just telling you by the letter of the law you are. But here's here's my. I think the Pro Bowl needs to be changed back to after the season because you'll get more players there, and these go back to a place where guys want to go. I mean, honestly, I, I mean, because number one, you you're missing both Super Bowl teams. In the old days, the Super Bowl team would come out midweek. And the guys who played that game, um, and you said you had, you had much fewer people backing out back when we played, Jeff. 
and and I think there's a lot of different. And the game was better too. Because um, I gotta be honest, you, I don't think I, I don't know if I'd go after the first couple if it, if it was in Orlando. This doesn't sound very appealing. No, but here's the thing: even if it was in Hawaii, let's say, okay, and you had an opportunity to go, and it was your third or fourth or fifth Pro Bowl, doesn't matter. I mean, do you really want to risk it? Is it because I mean there is risk involved? Okay, yeah, playing the Pro well, Bowl. Not really anymore. They don't play it anymore. But back in the day, there was risk for sure. Because it was a yeah, football game. And now it's touch football. I mean, and if you compare the amount of money that you're making for the Pro Bowl versus the amount of money that you're putting at risk, not even close. Uh, wow, you know it's amazing that they get players to play in the Pro Bowl at all. When you when you start thinking about that. Because you know you got guys, yeah. you got guys making now you know twenty million a year. Okay, so you're yeah, going to put twenty million dollars we a year. We, we weren't making that back then. No, we no, so it's, it's, it's different. You know, it's different. You know, a, you know, starting quarterback in the league. You know, uh, Jalen Ramsey, AJ Boye. Okay, AJ Boye. What was he making? Uh, sixteen, 16 maybe 15, 16? Yeah, somewhere there. sixteen million a year. Clay, okay, Clay is at fifteen. I mean, if you're going you're gonna to go and play in a game and make, you know, less than six, grand. less than six figures, okay. Uh, <laughs> and it's so hard to say that, Jeff. Or, I mean, I mean, even now you and I saying that sounds weird, but especially for the normal person, that's a normal uh, job that you make seventy thousand dollars a year. And yeah, make it sound if, like if you're doing good, yeah, you'd be good, good job. And he's got, and he always talk about it. How you know we understand that turning down seventy grand for one game is probably it's surreal, and I get that for the average individual, average fan. I mean, why would you turn down uh, seventy grand? I think you just put it in. You always have to put it in context of what the risk is. It's always a risk reward thing. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think I think at some point, you know, look, I don't watch the Pro Bowl, and uh, I mean, why? It, it's not. It's not good. It's not entertaining. No, you know, I think the it's league. Getting worse. It's getting worse and worse. Yeah. I think the league has to do. I mean, I think you should. You should still have the process of of voting for a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Have everyone go to it. Have a golf tournament. And yes. Maybe, do you some know, fun stuff. Tournament and, and different things that the players can do, and you know, maybe a battle of, of you know obstacle course and you know fun stuff that is low risk. Um. And you're not worried about getting really hurt, and it's fun for the fans to interact and see. Uh, I mean, the game is ridiculous. Yeah, so totally agree. So, Tony, you're off to Minneapolis coming up. You got a big week yeah. ahead. Westwood won the Hall of Fame voting, and he's got a little yeah, bit of work that. in Vegas to do. Oh yeah, a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> I was talking, Jim. I was talking. Your uh, your wife was saying that. Uh, she, she wishes you would you would take her to Vegas. She uh, Vegas. No, we've got a big trip planned next month. <laughs> she said, <laughs> "You said no thanks." No, we got we got a big trip planned coming up next month. So, How long are we going to miss you for a couple weeks, huh? Yes, you you will not see me for a while. Where are you going? Somewhere warm, oh. tropical. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Don't don't far away from, where the fish bite. Far away from us. And the <laughs> sun is warm. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Tony, right. uh, have a good one in Vegas. Um, Thank you. I'll come next. So next week I'll be in uh, that Thursday night is the Hall of, they have a Hall of Fame reception. I'm going to call you guys from the Hall of Fame reception. Ah, cool. Cool. Exclusive access with. Yeah, exclusive access. 
Tony Baselli. Have a, hey, Angie. Was that Angie? Was that hey, Angie? goodbye. Yeah she, yeah, she said goodbye. Hey, Angie. She's saying goodbye. She's oh, not bye, saying hi. Angie. In other words, she's trying to get <laughs> Tony off the phone. We're, we're not having a conversation with my wife right now. No. <laughs> See you, Tony. See, See you guys. All right, Tony. And Angie Baselli. Yeah, from- she was saying goodbye to get Tony off the phone so they could go have fun. <laughs> we'll come back. Speaking of fun, John Osier joins us next from Orlando. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. John Osier and fun in the same sentence. Are you serious? I don't think so. We'll find out when we come back. PRI Productions, the official event production company of the Jags, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIproductions.com. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. to the HananiaAutos.com studio. Jaguars Thursday continues right now. Jaguars Thursday, J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman, Joe Fortunato, Max Hockman, Dave DeCandice around tonight. John Osier is with us tonight in Orlando, Florida. Oh, he's fun. For the Pro Bowl. He's, he's a lot of fun. We said, speaking of fun, here comes Johnny O, and here he is. What's up, Johnny O? Speaking of fun, is that what the lead-in is? Well, that's what right, JP like that. said. He said you were fun. And I said, wait a minute. All right. Wait a minute. John O, like Johnny O, okay, and, and the word fun together. Ah. No big man tonight. No Bo? No. no. We had him on the phone from Las Vegas, John. Yeah, for like that? for like 30 seconds. You guys realize if this vote goes through, this is only going to get worse, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're all, We've discussed uh, this. Isn't yes. that the elephant in the room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we know it. Yeah, everybody knows all that. Right. We know it, but uh, hey, hey, how's the Pro Bowl? Uh, you know it's uh, it's cool. I mean, there's five Jaguars in it, which is really neat to see. I mean, and uh, we all know all the names, but being on the field the last couple of days and uh, like today, watching AJ Boye and uh, Antonio uh, Brown uh, do whatever Pro Bowl practice is together. It's not really practice, but. Just sort of goofing around and uh, seeing Telvin Smith run around in sunglasses in the polo uniform. There's fans yelling Duval at him. Uh, you know, a bunch of Jaguars fans down here getting stuff signed uh, when they yelled Duval during practice today. And Gakwe and Telvin sort of waved over. I mean, so that's what the Pro Bowl is, and it's neat after a long time to see a major Jaguars presence in it. So. Uh, if you're a fan up there and wanting to see it, it's pretty cool. I will say, you know, Monday around here was a strange day, John. The day after, players are cleaning out. They're out of here, hightailing it out of the building for the off season. The office just kind of down. Everybody just lost, you know, the AFC Championship game. And then a couple of days later, you get to Orlando, and the guys that were selected to go are out on the grass again. And as you wrote the other day on Jaguars.com, the smiles were starting to come back out. That was kind of the beginning of the of the moving forward, at least for these five guys. Yeah, it, it, I should clarify, you know, and I hope the story is sort of presented in this way. Uh, talking to every one of these players, uh, AJ Boy, you know, is so good with the media and sort of uh, 
presenting what the players are feeling. He said, hey, we're still, you know, PO'd about this thing. Uh, the feelings are still, you know, real. I think it'll, it's still going to take, once this Pro Bowl for these guys is over, it's going to take a long time to get over what happened on Sunday. But as Boyer said, you know, some veterans told him, hey, you've got to enjoy this kind of an opportunity when it comes along. Again, I'm paraphrasing it, but I think Jeff could speak to this. When you get an honor like this as a player, even though you're hurting, you know, I think you sort of owe it to yourself to go experience with it uh, because it's hard to get here. And I think, I think most fans realize these five guys deserve to enjoy this moment. Yeah, and it's good for them and, and, you know, to kind of get your mind off of it to be able to go and, and hang out with some other NFL players. I mean, it's a great, look, it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity. I mean, it's first-time experience for these guys, you know, a lot of them. You know, so uh, credit to them, and and uh, you know, but that that memory's not going away. It's it's you know, being at the Pro Bowl is not going to make it go away. You know, no, it's not. And Kelvin Smith was interesting today, and uh, again, you guys know Kelvin. He always uh, I like talking to him because he provides sort of a a different perspective on things sometimes. And I was asking about about the respect that. Uh, the Jaguars are getting uh, from other players and other teams. A lot of guys coming to them and say, hey, you guys balled out this year, et cetera, et cetera. And I tell them, you know, was very aware of that. At the same time, he said, you know, being around guys like uh, Suggs and, and he mentioned Antonio Brown, but my guess is Suggs really made an impression as a guy who's been here every year and who has achieved, you know, I think – He's probably going to be a Hall of Famer, if not very close. And I tell them, said, there is a realization of there's still another level for these guys who are getting here for the first time. And I do think some of it, being around the guys who are here every year and who have made a career and are going to be, you know, enshrined in Canton, um, you know, I think it's impressed on some of these young guys there's still another level to get to. And I think that's a real thing for these guys, and I think that will be the benefit of being here for some of them. How big is the uh, – the, you said there's a lot of Jags fans there, but obviously fans of, of every team come to, to see the practices there. What, what is it like at practice around the practice field? And when, where is practice? Uh, it's at the Wide World of Sports, which is, uh, you know, as you're getting ready to go into Disney – uh, the, I haven't been to Disney in so long, but I'm assuming it's still back behind these signs. I don't think they've moved it. Um, <laughs> so it's, uh, it, it, as you're getting ready to go into the huge entrance that everybody knows with Minnie and Mickey, you turn left into ESPN's Wide World of Sports. And, uh, I, I believe JP can probably speak to this. I, I believe the Braves train here. That's right. It's, it's a huge complex. Uh, there's some football practice fields as you go down the steps from where the Braves uh, spring training games are. And so I'm assuming there's two fields. I've only been to the AFC. And there's probably been, in terms of fans, I'm not very good at estimated, five, 600 fans of the practices. Uh, there's events going all day, skills competitions. Most of the players have seemed pretty good about going over and signing autographs afterwards. Uh, you know, yeah, I, don't, I don't really monitor that, but I know I've seen Kelvin, Malik, uh, Malik signs everything. He's been fantastic. Kelvin, Jalen, Unique, and uh, AJ and Jalen both today were there 
15, 20 minutes after their media time, supposedly up, and I still do an interviews. And I can tell you guys, you guys already know this, Jalen Ramsey uh, is an absolute rock star. He is a guy who the media can't get enough of him down here. He still brings his sort of Jalen personality to it, which is funny, and you, you guys know how Jalen is. But, uh, you know, he's a star. And when he went over to sign today, the chorus was at a level that Antonio Brown, you know, the stars in this league, this kid's turning into one, and rightfully so. No, he, he's uh, – and rightfully so is right, John. He's a, he's a great player, and he's a very unique personality. I mean, very unique. And he handles about. it pretty well, Dan. You know, he's uh, – he gets it. I mean, he knows the show. He knows, you know, how to act during these interviews. And he's funny, engaging, trying when he wants to be. And sometimes during the season, he's what we all see. But, you know – he also, like there was a little kid today, um, I'm not sure what station he was from, but it, it's the prototypical send the little kid with the interviews uh, to the Pro Bowl question. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the kid goes, hey, you know, I, I overheard this, but I heard the kid say to Jalen, hey, I need 10 minutes. If anybody knows Jalen, he doesn't do a whole lot of 10-minute interviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he kind of laughed. He goes, 10? But he did a couple of questions and was obviously engaging and uh, played along with it. So it's a lot of fun on that front. You get to see these guys and that sort of thing. And you can tell the guys are enjoying that interaction. Uh, you know, some of the players getting selfies together. They all did a picture today with the five Jaguars Pro Bowlers. So I think they're all glad they're here. I think there were a few of them who weren't sure they wanted to do it after the loss. My impression is that they're all really glad they've done it, and I think they'll be glad after it's over with that they went ahead and did it. Well, and uh, in the Orlando uh, nightlife scene, will probably never be the same after having a Pro Bowl there. <laughs> well, I can't speak to these guys. Well, Johnny, know, you're fun. Know, you're like you're there. You're leading. Yeah, you're leading John the way. John has been there for two oh, nights. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that's me. I've got the mayor I've got of fun. Drink in hand, hold them up. Um, <laughs> but they, uh, I know, I covered a few of these for the Colts. Uh, back in the mid-2000s, and I can tell you, there were a couple of times where I, I interviewed a couple of guys in the morning <laughs> that, uh, let's just say, Jeff, they weren't in great shape. No. I haven't seen that from the Jaguars <laughs> it's, players. It's not but, a good uh, time to do an interview, John, at the Pro Bowls in the morning. Yeah, they have some fun out here, for sure. Good they, for them. And they should. I mean, it's over with. They're young. They're supposed to go out and have a good time. John, I know you will. Yeah, I'm already for bed. Yeah, I was about to say, that's a good time for John. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll have some live coverage from down there at practice and then inside the Jaguars to wrap it up, uh, the Pro Bowl practice week. John, we'll see you tomorrow. Hold on, I got a question, John. Whoa. Whoa. John, who's okay. going to win the Pro Bowl? Oh, <laughs> Jeff, I can tell you, the AFC, these cats are ready. <laughs> they are ready to roll. Can you see it in so, their eyes? Uh, you can see it. I mean, there's a want to, Jeff, at, as you know, that's what, it, that's what football is all about. Doug Marone likes to talk about, uh, you know, push and giving a little extra. And uh, there's going to be some of that on Sunday. <laughs> Love it. Strain, Strain is, uh, strain. is hope the, the word I'm looking for. Hope the AFC can bring Beautiful it home for journey. us. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow, John. All right, guys. I enjoyed it. We'll see you. John Osier, senior writer, Jaguars.com from Orlando. Who you picking? Oh, AFC all day. Are you? Right? Yeah, yeah, come on. Let's smoke them. Let's go. Blow them out.
I don't know what the spread is on the Pro Bowl. Does anybody care? We'll find out during the, the break. Bowl. We'll come back um, and get around the National Football League and outside the National Football League some football news today. Uh, yeah, this is Jaguars of. Thursday on Jaguars Radio. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. Quite frankly, we're going to give the game of football back to fans. I'm sure everyone has a lot of questions for me, but I also have a lot of questions for you. In fact, we're going to ask a lot of questions and listen to players, coaches. We're going to listen to medical experts, technology executives, members of the media, and anyone else who understands and loves the game of football. Vince McMahon from WWE. The XFL is coming back. Jaguar Thursday continues. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. Yeah, he what? What he sold uh, some shares in WWE to to kind of get this the XFL back off the ground. I think he got like a, like is funded with a hundred million that he received from from the sale of WWE. Mm. So that announcement was today. Uh, yeah, by yeah, the look, way. Yeah, but, uh, uh, I think they're planning on playing what 2020, and then they're going to be starting essentially when you know the, their season will start when the Super Bowl week is like rolling. And uh, yeah, I think I think I think it's going to be very difficult to gain footing uh, because it has been, it always has been with uh, any of the leagues. Yeah, with right. any USFL, the XFL, the arena. You know, it's it's just hard. You know, it's hard. I mean, the NFL is king. And so do, do you want to go from watching a great product to watching uh, an inferior product? Those, because that's the reality. That's what it's going to be. I don't, care, I don't care how many questions you ask of media or doctors or technology or, or anything like that. You know, it's about the quality of the ball, and it's about the quality of the players that make it what it is. And the XFL clearly will not be able to attract – the quality of players that the NFL has, period. they got a couple of years to figure it out if they're going to give it a go. It sounds like they are, Vince McMahon and the XFL. This is the XFL. That's what yeah. he said last time. Let's go around the National Football League and start off with some trouble in Tuscaloosa yesterday. Mm-hmm. Logs. Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey arrested on a robbery charge in Tuscaloosa. He's a former Alabama player. Thank you for uh, mentioning that. Booked I thought you a, were going to kind of just sugarcoat over that. Well, uh, why else would he be in Tuscaloosa? Booked on a felony charge of third-degree robbery. Humphrey and three others were in an Uber to a hotel near campus, and Humphrey asked the driver to borrow his phone charger. Well, he allegedly refused to return the charger to the driver and took some other cables out of the car as he left, and Humphrey apparently elbowed the driver when the driver tried to recover his cable. Yeah, uh, the cable did not fit his phone either. Well, well, he, no, here, here's the thing, JP. When... When the police were called and then they approached him, okay, they went up to him and said, look, you know, you, you stole the Uber driver's cable. And he's like, no, I didn't. And so I said, well, let's see your cable. Well, the cable that he had in his possession didn't even fit his phone. Right. I mean, moron, you know, I mean, trying to be a smart guy in Tuscaloosa, you know. So uh, it's not a good look for the Alabama program there, JP. I mean, here's a, a guy who, you know, was that have through the, the Alabama program? Oh, he went through that program, okay, and, and now it's a bad look for Marlon Humphrey. He's a he's a pro football player, right? He makes money, right? 
Well, yeah, can't, he, sure he, he does. Can't, he yeah. can't afford to have his own phone charging cable. Well, I'm sure he'll he'll buy this nice gentleman the the nicest well, is, phone is, charger is, he is, can is, find. Is that something that uh, the the program in Alabama provided to you, to where he just expects to have? Yeah, maybe. A cable whenever you want. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Depends on what dorm you go into, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, what a dummy. Hall of Famer Chris Dolman had surgery today to remove a brain tumor. Former Vikings defensive end, eight-time Pro Bowler, 150 and a half sacks in yeah, his career. Ben, I, and I hope he's doing okay. You know, uh, Chris is a great guy. Uh know Chris very well. I have great respect for him, not only as a, as a person, well, as a player, but also as a person. I mean, he's a high quality individual. I mean, he he great football player. I mean, dominant pass rusher now, dominant pass rusher. And I hope everything goes well for him, uh, and obviously uh, for him and his family, because uh, boy, that's uh, that's not a small surgery. You know, you're not going in there just to you know get a a knee scope so you can play badminton in the backyard. You know, so that's a pretty serious deal. I hope everything goes well. The Falcons, remember, lowered food and beverage prices in the new stadium this year, and apparently it paid off. The report's now saying the prices were 50% lower, but fans spent 16% more in the stadium this year than they did in years past. Well, my question is, is will the roof ever open? I mean, it's great to let's divert the conversation away from a new stadium, okay, that we spent – millions on that we were bragging about you know all of the qualities of this new state-of-the-art facility and it was going to have a retractable roof kind of like this nautilus thing but they can't get it to open okay and it leaks so let's talk about concessions (laughs) i mean i really let's talk about the roof you know, let's get see if we can find that roof thing to open up, you know, like it was supposed to. When it cost, what was the cost of that thing? $2 billion? Yeah, it was a lot. A lot of cash. And the roof doesn't cash. work. Eh, maybe next year. <laughs> I mean, we'll figure it out. Really? Um, by the way. I mean, have, can, you, can you get a refund? No, no. On some of that money? I don't think they refund that. I mean, who's no. responsible for the roof not so. working? Is it, From, is it the construction people? All right, outside of the is roof it the lines. engineering people? Yes, probably. Or is it the architect people? Sure, all of the above. Or is it your fault? It's I haven't stepped foot in the place. It's not my <laughs> fault. Other than the roof, how do you like the place though? Uh, it's just okay. Really? Yeah, it really doesn't do. Hmm. I mean, what, what do you think, so, Joe? It's just kind of okay. Uh, it's new. Well, it's, it's nice. It's new. Well, it's clean. not impressed with the circular scoreboard. Yeah, me either. If you're sitting upstairs, you really can't see it. No. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of stadiums that look that thoroughly impress me. I mean, a lot of them. I mean, New England Stadium, awesome. Okay. Seattle Stadium, yeah. Okay. Dallas, unbelievable. Okay. Uh, some other indoor stadiums. Uh, Lucas Oil Field, pretty cool. A little, a little uh, stale. Not stale. Yeah, that might just be uh, like the Detroit's fans. a good stadium. Detroit's a great stadium. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but this one, eh? Houston. Yeah, Dave just said Arizona. Arizona's fabulous. Yeah, Houston's nice. Houston's pretty nice. Arizona's fantastic. That's probably so, one of the best. Now you think about it. Yeah, I mean that's a really nice one. But some high standard around the league. Atlanta was know? just kind of eh. yeah. Now if the if the roof works, you know, I might change my opinion a little bit. 
The uh, a little Super Bowl talk here. Legarrett Blunt last four seasons with the Patriots. Of course, he's now with the Eagles. He yeah. said he's straight enemy mode this week. He's well, not going to answer any text messages from them. Well, and Chris Long's probably the same way. I mean, you're talking about two guys that won a Super Bowl last year with the Patriots that signed with the Eagles in free agency, and both of them playing very well for the Eagles. Uh, Chris Long. Um, much better player in Philly than than what he was last year with the Patriots. He's playing for free this year too. He donated his yeah, whole he salary. his entire salary to uh, social causes, which is incredible. Uh, you know, no surprise there. I mean, he was raised right. I mean, his, his mom and dad, great people, and uh, uh, he really though has had a, a big year and a really solid year. The Garrett Blunt's been you know big power back for the Philadelphia Eagles. There was conversation begin. Before the year began, would he make the team? Well, yeah, he made the team. Not only did he make the team, he made him better. You know, so you know, looking forward to to a great Super Bowl and hopefully all parties involved as far as both teams, everybody's healthy, so you can see a really good Super Bowl matchup and and sit there and think about what could have been. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. If it was playing this week, I don't know if I'd watch it. Logs. No, I'm with you. You know, I'm with you. We got another week to heal. Another week. We'll uh, got another week to you know, get over it. Yeah. Hey, um, next week. We'll uh, be here, same time, same channel. Jaguars Thursday follows the Doug Marone Show. We'll have Tony Baselli from the Hall of Fame Banquet the uh, day or two before the vote in Minneapolis. And I hope he gets in. That'd be awesome. It really would. We'll talk to you next week. Jeff Lagerman, Joe Fortunato, Max Hockman, Dave DeCandis. I'm J.P. Shadrick. This is Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio.